Hello, fine people. Welcome to Cerebral Flex, episode 43. It's about comics. Um, last episode, Jareth and I figured out we both read some comics in our youth and decided that would be a fun episode. So hope you enjoy. Yeah. Who doesn't like comics? Not my friends. I don't, yeah, I don't think a lot. I think a lot of people like comics. Yeah, or at least things that, things that are adapted from comics. Those Marvel movies are pretty pretty popular yeah we'll get into that too yeah we'll get into that that yeah all right because uh i don't know you want to go through your history it's probably a lot more deep and fascinating <laughs> sure um probably so my introduction to comics was through the 1990s x-men and spider-man tv shows um because i was a really little kid right around the time those was born uh those came out i think those came out in like anywhere from like 94 to 96 and i was born in 1992 um so i was right around the age to enjoy all those shows gargoyles too that was a big one i remember batman the original uh wb batman show that everybody loves mm -hmm. animated batman i think it was called um so that was my introduction to it at a really young age. Um, and then just through going to the library, the local library and stuff like that, um, I got my first Batman comic. And I remember right. it, it didn't have any type of cover to it. It was like just a regular brown cover and it said Batman on the side because they must have lost like the slip cover for it or whatever. Um, and I picked it up. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, there's pictures inside. Cool. And checked it out. And it was like one of the most horrifying things I ever read. Because in the very first uh, couple of pages, Batman's being chased by like this cult of like brainwashed people. And he's being buried alive in a coffin. And he has Wait, to escape. Were those Scarecrow's minions? I can't remember. Honestly, they might have been. I feel like I've read that one. Um, but I remember just being horrified by like the dark imagery of like him being buried alive and having to escape and beat up all these people. Yeah. The next comic in it, like it was like just a little short story at the beginning. And then the next comic in it, uh, was the story and creation of the origin of man bat. And like, what a way to be introduced to comics. You go from him being buried alive and chased by these like brainwashed minions. Um, to this dude who's changing into like a literal humanoid bat and beating the shit out of him. Um, and ever since then, I've never gone back. I've been like, this is cool shit. And that's why Batman in particular, I don't like the newer Batman that they've done because I feel like Batman, especially from the TV show and some of the earlier comics, like it was the perfect like gothic horror. And I think they've really gotten away from like the horror element of Batman yeah or new stuff it's all like bright and happy and uh stupid yeah it's just not <laughs> i mean nothing against the bat family but like it's hard for batman to be like upset and dark and angry and beating up on bad guys when he has all these positive role models in his life yeah maybe we come from a darker generation because i feel like most of our entertainment was depressing and dark and that was kind of what was cool about us yeah and nowadays it's not it's not cool to be like that. <laughs> yeah, but then you have like this weird like juxtaposition in media too, where like 
all of our like heroes from back in the day are like being like dark and disrupted and destroyed like luke skywalker in the newest star wars trilogy or even uh another example would be like kratos in the god of war games like in the first couple god of war games he's just like a monster who just kills people and he's the god of war and then in the newest one it's like a, a dark sad story about like him going on a travel with his son to spread his wife's ashes from the highest peak. And like, they're just like dark, old, sad men. Yeah. (laughs) They're not the same bright superheroes that they were. It was a different time. It was definitely a different time. I figured, I figured out my brightness issue. What was it? Well, while you were talking, well, you do look better. My screen brightness. I had lowered it because my eyes been hurting me because I have UVitis. Sometimes in my right eye. Look that up. Anyway, so yeah, fucking Batman was cool as hell. Um, <clears throat> comics in general was amazing. I just got more into Marvel, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Batman was a dark story. Gotham was a great place. Um, all the yes. characters, all the villains were, yeah, top-notch villains. Yeah, his rogues gallery is awesome. And then, you know, you can always go into like looking at like the psychological aspects of some of the like uh the villains like the joker or how penguin like he's a billionaire like bruce wayne but he's like a bad gangster who like just murders people whereas bruce doesn't you have two-face which is like a juxtaposition between like bruce wayne being batman and having two faces you have the joker which is like his unhinged side which you know joker he's he's fighting batman for no reason other than to fight him um so a lot of lizard dude yeah scientist guy a lot of them are interesting because they're all like dark reflections of his his psyche (laughs) and i like it that's why i'm interested in this new batman film that's going to be coming out with uh robert pattinson i've heard of a lot of good things about it being like the scariest batman film they've ever made yeah He's dark and brutal, and that's that's how Batman should be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was always upset that he didn't like murder people, like the Punisher. I wanted like a Punisher Batman. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Really cool. I agree. But oh yeah, Killer it's... Killer Croc was his name. Yes. When I read with the lizard dude. <laughs> yes. Marvel also has a. A lizard man, but I think his name's literally Lizard Man. Something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. they weren't as inventive. But yeah, Batman's Rural Gallery is amazing. Um the 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 comics that I read, like I said, I like the horror aspect of the Batman universe. It's very Lovecraftian at time too, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and Gotham's amazing. I was never into any other real big DC comics, like I never really liked Superman. Green Lantern was okay, but weird. Aquaman was all right. Never big into Wonder Woman. So, like, as far as their superheroes go, the most interesting one to me was uh, Batman. And then anything that was adjacent to, like, Detective Comics, which was owned by DC, like Constantine. I love Constantine. He's amazing. I haven't. I'm not familiarized with that. Oh, you've never... You never seen Constantine? <clears throat> the comics called Hellblazer that he's in. Um, and he's from England and he's a magician, a cultist, and he goes around hunting demons and killing monsters and stuff. They didn't yeah. make a movie of that yet, right? 
They made a movie of it with Keanu Reeves. Hmm. It was called Constantine. It was actually pretty decent. All right. A lot of people didn't like it because John Constantine, um, the inspiration for him was Sting. So he's got like blonde hair and a trench coat. And in that movie, Keanu Reeves is definitely not blonde or wearing a trench coat. And he's not as as snarky as Constantine is because he's an English guy. So the English are just naturally snarky people. Um, but I like <laughs> I like the movie, but <clears throat> the comics are amazing. They're weird. They're like in the vein of like Neil Gaiman, Sandman and stuff like that. They're they're horror esque with uh, weird occult magic symbolism and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're interesting for sure. It's more into the fantasy realm. Yes, the dark fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was a lot more boring. I knew I knew this would be this way when we discussed this. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, I was a boring comic book guy. I got into comic books when I was 10. It was like 1992. I was uh, just getting into skateboarding. It was just like a cool thing to get into. Um, They got away with a lot more in comics, like pertaining to violence and sexuality and like over sexualizing women mainly. But they did it to the men as well. But, uh, you know, for a young boy, that's that's good stuff. Um, my favorite comics weren't like too original, though. So um, X-Men, X-Men was the main thing. Um, we were in California recently and I picked up some of my favorites and Fatal Attractions. Nice. Um, the part where the adamantium was stripped out of Wolverine by uh, Magneto. Magneto. Yep. Dude, seriously. If you yeah. haven't seen that, I don't know. I can't show you. I'm not good at this. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's the shit. And uh, Spider-Man, I was really into that, especially uh, Carnage. Um, yeah. So, like, I fell in love with Carnage. It was uh, The Amazing Spider-Man issue 359 came out February 1992. Um, he made a cameo appearance in that one. And then he had a full episode, like, three episodes later, like, three issues later. Uh, he's just this creepy ass serial killer that came from a mental institution and man, the way he would impale people so inventive. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I wasn't really into like the Punisher or the Hulk or the daredevil or a lot of the other Marvel characters. Um, yeah, X-Men got me all of it. X-Force, X-Factor, um, every iteration. I love Nightcrawler. Yep. Um, I think he ran X Force, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, yeah. Um, either way, yeah. Quicksilver, uh, Magneto's son. He was like the Flash of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just so many good characters from you know Bishop to Cable from the future, and uh, just tons, tons of Storm. Like people don't know, Storm was actually the oldest um, X Man, the original leader. Yep. Of the original team. Um, Cyclops didn't come along till later. There was like Iceman and uh, um, Rogue was actually killing people before she became a superhero. She was also <laughs> older. She was like 45 or some shit. Like she stole um, Marvel's like Supergirl equivalents powers. Yep. Forgot her name. And then she could fly and everything. But before that, she was just like killing people and taking their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people don't know. And like they made her all young in the movies. And that's what I want to talk about is how they've really fucked up the movies. Yeah. So X-Men for me is interesting. 
Um, because as far as Marvel goes, the only two that I were ever really into, and it's probably <clears throat> probably partially the TV shows, but I always really loved X-Men because of all, like when you're younger, all the cool superpowers and there's certain people that are like mutants, like Beast and Nightcrawler who are just weird looking. Um, and then I like Spider-Man. Not that I don't like Peter Parker, but the reason that I liked Spider-Man was because he had so many cool bad guys he had to fight. He had Kingpin, Carnage, Venom, uh, the Goblin. Also um, a lizard guy. Lizard guy, yeah. <laughs> um, Electro, Vulture, like, dude, so many, so many good good villains in Spider-Man's universe. Um, and then Fantastic Four I kind of liked, too, just because they're a little weird and I really actually enjoy the character of Dr. Doom. So I'm, I'm excited for the MCU to actually bring uh, Dr. Doom to, to the universe. Cause that'll be, uh, hopefully they don't fuck it up and they do it right. But yes, yeah. the, the X-Men movies are a mixed bag of emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when the original ones came out um, with, Hugh Jackman and Holly Berry and stuff like that. The first one is objectively not a great movie. X-Men 2 with Nightcrawler and uh, Wolverine fighting his clone. That was actually pretty decent. And then the one where they really lost me was Last Stand where uh, they tried to do the Dark Phoenix thing and they did not do it well at all. Um, well, I thought yeah. she was pretty badass. But she was not exactly how it worked in the comics. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They ruin a lot of storylines. Like they made um, Rogue's character as young as what Jubilee was in the comics. Mm -hmm. Just so many things they got wrong. I wanted to see an actual Rogue because Rogue was one of my favorite characters. And when they fucked that character up, I was like, oh, hell no. They made her some teenager, like tried to sexify her in some like weird teenager way. Like, and then it's just gross. And like the relationship between her and Wolverine, that wasn't the thing. No, it wasn't. It's yeah. stupid. That was Jubilee. Yeah. But either way. And uh yeah, death of um when it came to DC, uh death of Superman. That was amazing. I don't know if you read that. Mm -hmm. When Doomsday killed Superman. Yep. Um, and after that, there was all these alternative Supermen. Yeah. You remember that? Mm-hmm. There was like a black one, I forgot his name, and then there was like um Oh, it was called the Reign of Superman. Yeah, there's the uh, uh, the Eradicator. He was my favorite. Mm -hmm. He was just a douchebag. Like he would um, use his laser vision to just murder people that were like bad bad guys. Just <laughs> yeah, blow very holes right very anti Superman. <laughs> it was dope. Yeah, yeah. And then the Cyborg Superman. He was pretty cool. I yeah. I think a lot of those comics around that time were trying to move in a darker direction because you had um one one of the big dc ones was uh watchmen by alan moore um yeah. and that's like it's i mean there's a reason that it changed comics in the 80s is because it was so different from everything everyone was doing because it was alan moore's statement that uh superheroes sometimes do bad things and they're not good people they're very narcissistic um and so i mean that's why watchmen stood like this the, the the sands of time like it's almost it's gonna be 50 years old soon i think and, yeah uh, no it's a classic it's amazing alan moore's a genius alan moore took a lot of different uh concepts in dc and kind of flipped them on their head and 
turned him into uh to darker elements. It's probably why I like Constantine because he originally conceived of the character and then handed him off to like another uh writer to do stuff with. He did Swamp Thing, V for Vendetta. That's a great comic and a great movie. Who did the preacher? <clears throat> Who did preacher? Yeah, That's, my uncle uh, is showing me a huge uh, comic he had of that, and it was awesome. I just I, fin- I just finished Preacher recently. Um, I don't know who wrote that. I believe it's Garth Garth Ennis and a couple other different people who wrote it. Um, but that comic's really interesting and really good. Uh, a lot of religious symbolism and supernatural forces and aliens. It's it's interesting. I will say that I didn't like how quickly preacher ended it felt like the last volume because i read the the volumes of them Mm -hmm. the last volume i think it was volume six seemed like it went by really fast and wrapped up really quick and i always hate when that happens i feel like they could have spent more time doing it but overall it's a fun read i I definitely would recommend it yeah yeah that's how i felt about stephen king's the stand that's what it's called but either way it ended quickly. I hate that. Like it, it's so much build up. All the characters are so developed. You, yeah. Like you love so many of them, and then there's just this abrupt end. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't enjoy endings that feel rushed. Yeah. Um. Agreed. Oh, and I want to apologize to the viewers. Um, about my missed title of Stephen King's book, it's Skeleton Crew, not Skeleton Key, in the last episode. <laughs> I felt bad about that. It's been eating at me. I was like, damn it. I see this book. Been reading it for a week. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I was really into um, The Max, which actually had a thing on MTV. Remember that? Oh, you didn't nope. have Liquid <clears throat> Liquid MTV, like Beavis and Butthead. It had um, nope. The Max is this crazy creature with sharp hands. Nope. Pretty cool guy. Uh, it was his Image Comics. And they also did Spawn, which they made Spawn movies. Spawn is... Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Image Comics. Um, and then I was really into the Jaguar, which is just some comic called uh <laughs> Impact Comics. They were only around from like 1992 to 94 or something. They didn't last at all, but they had this one character, the Jaguar, and the writing was intense, very philosophical, like hit it like you know, satirically at things in the establishment. I don't know. It was just an interesting, interesting read, but comics definitely shaped me and Allowed me to have a lot of entertainment, especially on rainy days when I couldn't skate. The interesting thing about the comics that we like, since we we seem to have liked the same like main ones, like Batman, X Men, and Spider Man. Like, yeah, Batman has like that that darker gothic horror element to it, where it's questioning like morals and having your own moral code, and um, kind of you know dealing with your demons and then when you get to the x-men the x-men which i don't think a lot of people realize it um it's almost heavy-handed too so it's funny that you don't realize it but the the x-men is all about like racism and bigotry um and them dealing with that in the natural world um well they bring up a lot of hints towards nazism and like how if you round up people that you think are scary or different than you then you're really the scary one and they flip it on its head with Magneto saying, well, if they're trying to eradicate us, we'll eradicate them first. And it brings yeah. up that whole, like, should you destroy the scary empire or should you like work with it? 
Right. It's interesting. Right. I don't, and I don't, I don't think a lot of people like understand like that overtone. Cause like it's mutants, but like, yeah, it's the mutants are kind of like a form of like using that to describe racism and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I think it's interesting that two of our favorites are like both like super psychological and also like very political at the same time. It's, right. it's something I didn't realize about X-Men until maybe like just this past year. Like, oh, yeah, like it's just it's a super political story. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, no. Magneto was always my dude ever since. Oh, yeah. Because he, well, he came from the concentration camp and he. Well, no, he got revenge. Yeah, he got revenge. And yeah. I feel like the people that are held down need their revenge. <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree. I you know, don't disagree. Like Voldemort, I mean, Voldemort really didn't have a reason to be such a dick. His life wasn't that eh. terrible. Eh, yeah. Um, but like the fact that the muggles wanted to destroy the witches, fuck them, man. Get them first. Get them first. <laughs> <laughs> we are in no way condoning the genocide of muggles? peoples. <laughs> Get the muggles. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I guess if you use that type of logic, yeah, he wasn't doing anything wrong. Leave the witches. Kill the muggles. It's okay. J.K. Rowling's uh -huh. been canceled anyway. Yep. She, um, said, she, said, she said something. About something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway impact comics uh started in 1991 and ended in 1993 did you like that transition there's literally none at all it was just like an abrupt segue yeah this is good like... good stuff <laughs> and i like sandwiches <laughs> okay it's not uh, yeah that's a fairly safe statement to make but all right fuck yeah Except if you like hate carbs or your gluten. Maybe that's maybe that's what would have made X Men the X Men movies better if they spent more time focusing on the uh... vegetarians and gluten resistant. Yes, <laughs> lactose intolerant mutants. Charles, you know I can't have milk with my cereal. <laughs> But yeah, comics made me read a lot. Comics are awesome. And that's actually how my dad got started reading when he was a kid. He oh, was comics? Like, you know what? Yeah, he's like, you're not reading enough. And he <laughs> gave me, uh, this, in a cover, like one of the original um, Spider-Man. Mm. I don't know what the date was. It was so old. I didn't even want to take it out of the <laughs> little sleeve. But yeah, that's one of the things I let go of but that's for another episode <laughs> where you got rid of all your earthly possessions yeah and lived as a hippie yes three, three times in my life did you ever read any um star wars comics no but oh, i wish man. i had because there's a lot of political and uh yeah undertones in that yeah i was a big fan of the dark horse era of star wars comics um so many different good runs. They had the galaxy far, far away, which is pretty much Luke Skywalker, like, like exploring stories with him in between the movies. And then after um, Emperor Palpatine's dead and kind of showing him the very beginnings of him starting the new Jedi order. Um, there was the legacy run where they had uh, 
Cade Skywalker, who was like a great, great grandson of Luke Skywalker. And there were these bad guys called the one Sith who came in and they were like an army of Sith Lords that just wiped out the Jedi and took over the entire. Now I have to read it. Oh, it's amazing. Darth Kraid is one of the most amazing Sith Lords ever. And the best part about him is that he was like tortured by this species called the Yuzog Vong. And um, all their weapons are biochemical. Uh, they Everything that they use is, is made out of biomatter. And uh, they attach these spores to him that are constantly trying to take over his body. And the only thing that's keeping these spores from like taking over his body and turning him into a crazed animal is just his hatred of everything and using the dark side of the force to maintain his power. Holy shit. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So you would say the comics are better than the movies? Um, better than the, the Disney movies for sure. Yeah. Um, I actually got really excited because when, Disney got their acquisition of Lucas films. They got rid of Lucas arts, which was their video game division. Yeah. Um, and they did an exclusive contract with EA um, who makes shit video games. And so EA was the only one making star Wars games with mm-hmm. the star Wars IP. And they weren't making very many games either. Like how do you get the star Wars license and you don't just churn out star Wars games? Um Probably because you can't get a lot of quality writers and designers to help you with that. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> and then they did an exclusive run with Marvel for the the comics. And Marvel's just super like safe with everything. And so they're not interesting comics to read at all because there's nothing like new or exciting. And it's always focused around like Darth Vader or the movie era. Whereas with Dark Horse Comics, they were willing to explore, you know, what happened after the Empire, what happened way after the Empire, what happened way before there was ever, you know, way before the prequel movies. They have comics that span from like the very beginning of the Jedi Order to, you know, the Old Republic era to several hundred years before the prequels. So they were definitely interested in expanding the lore of the Star Wars universe. And I think, uh, I got really excited because Lucasfilm just announced that Dark Horse is going to start creating Star Wars comics again with them. And uh, LucasArts, the video game division, has actually been greenlit because Disney took away their exclusive contract with EA. So now there's a bunch of different gaming studios that are working with LucasArts to uh, start making dope Star Wars games again, which I'm excited for. Uh, Where I do played- you get all this information? Do you get like a Star Wars magazine monthly? No, it's my Google News. Like... I have Star Wars articles that pop up, and uh, those were like the most recent ones in the past week. Hmm. I follow Star Wars very closely. It's one of the loves of my life. I love it. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited for good Star Wars media. Disney was very safe when they uh, first came out with uh, the Star Wars license, and I think they realized that what they were doing wasn't... uh, making the fans happy and wasn't financially viable at the same time. Cause when you try to do things in a safe manner, uh, more than likely it, people aren't going to like it cause it doesn't come off as genuine. So I feel like, uh, Lucas sold out already so much. And like when they sold to Disney, it was just the icing on the cake for me. It was kind of like when the baseball players went on strike and wanted more money. And I decided I'd never watch baseball again. It's like, it was upsetting. I was a big fan of like the first films that they put out. 
which are the what sequels, not the prequels. Um, but what Disney? No, no, not Disney. I hated all the Star Wars they've put out so far. I think yeah, they're, they're those are the sequel movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the. Oh no! I thought there was a before. They put out before the, the ones we watched in the '80s. Oh, those were the um, that's the original trilogy they call it with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then all the you know Darth uh, Maul and Anakin and all that's the prequel, yeah. and then the Disney yeah. stuff is the sequels. Yeah, they did the crap with uh, Hans dying and mm-hmm. all that yeah. bullshit. Yep. God, yep, that yep. sucks. That was a stupid man. That. <laughs> Freaking uh, Prince idiot dude with the big nose. What's his name? Darth Stupid. Kylo Ren. Yeah, whatever the fuck is yeah. that's stupid. That's yeah. that whole character was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the problem with those movies, as I saw it, was they had a very clear vision where they wanted to go with the first film, mm-hmm. but then the director for the second film got to write the script because for some reason they decided to film a trilogy and just have a script for the first movie and loose ideas for the next two, which is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And then he totally like did a 180 and then they brought back the director who did the first one. And then he rewrote the script for the third one and it was a mess and they were terrible. And I feel really bad for all the actors involved. I'm still pissed off that Quinn or not Quinn, Finn. Um, stupid. The Black Stormtrooper. Yeah, the stupid character. He, They're all stupid. He was actually set up to like be like, you know, uh, I think a pretty powerful player in the Star Wars universe and even be a Jedi and be more, have a lot more potential. And once again, because they can't piss off the Chinese market, um, they had to like sideline the black character, which is... Why? Both. Oh, because Asi- Asians don't want to see a black man become a Jedi? Yeah, they don't like black people in Asia. Like on the posters for The Force Awakens, yeah. there's everywhere else internationally, he's prominently featured on the poster. And on the one for Asia, he's like on like a sidebar, very small. You can barely see him. They must have hated Samuel L. Jackson sitting next to Yoda. Huh? I don't know. Uh, the Chinese don't like Star Wars anyway. They, they keep trying to put the Chinese get the Chinese into the Star Wars market and they're just not. See, this is why there'll be war. It's none yeah. of this shit in the South China Sea. It's none of this stuff with Taiwan or Xinjiang. It's yeah, it's going to be over the Star world. Wars. Yeah, exactly. You don't like Star Wars? What? It's like when I found out they don't let uh, kids skateboard in Iran. I was like, yeah. this is why there'll be war. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> why would you not allow skateboards? That's stupid. horrible. <laughs> but yeah, I will say in, in more recent times, like with the Mandalorian show, that's actually good. George Lucas approved of that. And uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like you've you've ran over time. No, your not time even. is over. You have a meeting with your agent. <laughs> and the thing about Lucas, what I will say, just as the side note to him uh, selling his company, the reason he sold it is because he kept asking his friends to do other Star Wars movies um, and nobody wanted to do it because he got a bunch of shit for the prequels because, um, I mean, they're not awful movies in hindsight, but they're not good. They're OK. They're passable, um, but they don't they don't capture the magic of the original trilogy. And so none of his his director friends wanted to do Star Wars films. 
and um yeah he, he had the lucas ranch and he had lucas arts and he had all these people under his employ and so he saw the best thing to keep the company running to keep these people employed and give them jobs was to let somebody else kind of like take over um which is why the current head of lucasfilm who's kathleen kennedy kind of convinced him like oh well, if you'll hand it off to me and then, you know, we'll get you a big deal with Disney and stuff like that. And then all these people have jobs. And then Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm for, I think it was like $4.5 billion or something like that. A ridiculous sum of money. Um, so he definitely made out like a bandit. And I think he was trying to do a good thing by, you know, making sure these people still had their jobs. But then Disney kind of like fired everybody and hired new people. So in the end, it kind of didn't go the way he had planned they oh also, he still got his money he still got his money but they uh they threw out his treatment for the for what he thought the next three films should be and uh fired the the people he'd worked with for years and years so and you, you don't think that his agent like put that as like his statement i just wanted to save all the jobs of the people that work for me no because i've seen interviews with him where he's talked about the sell to disney um, and he's definitely not happy with anything that they've done. Um, he hasn't like, and I don't know if that's like maybe part of like the clause, like when he sold it, like, oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, you can't talk shit about this deal yeah. or whatever, but like, yeah. he's definitely not a happy person with what they've done. He thinks they've ruined it. Well, um, yeah. Cause they did. I mean, anyone could have told him that. And that's like overall my problem with comics in general nowadays actually is that, you know, I mean, Disney owns Marvel Studios, which makes all the big Marvel movies, and they own Marvel Comics, and they don't allow creatives to be creative, and they're too concerned with churning out art that is mindless and safe. Um, and when you take out any type of danger from art, it becomes kind of bland and mass-produced, and it's hard to connect to. And a lot of the superheroes... My comic didn't say Disney on it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, Setting. So, yeah. I mean, if you read, there's a reason that the comic industry is in the spot that it is today is because everybody's trying to be too safe and too PC. And um, there, there's ways to do inclusivity. Like if you want to have people who are a black, Asian, colors in between as as superheroes there's ways to do that um in a way that's meaningful and doesn't come off as like well we're just trying to include you to do a mass appeal to you know black kids um there's ways to include people who are you know gay bisexual non-binary transgender and stuff like that without being like super heavy-handed about it and just doing it to do it um and that's my big problem with a lot of like the more PC stuff that comics and uh, media in general is doing is they're trying to be like all inclusive, but they're not doing it in a way that's like thoughtful or considerate of those communities. It's like, or okay, genuine. Yeah. It's just, Oh, here's, here's a gay character. Mm -hmm. They're gay. Okay. But like, is that like integral to like who they are as a person or are they just gay? So that you can be like, okay, well, the gays can't criticize us because we put a gay character in it. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it's just no. It's, it's just like when all the corporations did their Black Lives Matter bits. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's just disingenuous. Yeah. 
and that's and I that's they've gotten away from a lot of the characters that we grew up with. Like X Men isn't X Men anymore, and Batman's not Batman anymore. Um, because there's still I think you could even make the argument that there's still a way for Batman to have the Bat family, and and still be a dark character and still have a dark world and things to live in. But like they've kind of PCified all even the villains. Like they're all interesting and not dark like they used to be and complex yep nothing oversimplifying everything fluffing it all up yeah nothing's real anymore so yeah. that's why i'm excited about this new batman hopefully uh hopefully matt reeves does batman justice and he makes it dark and he upsets people what did i have in my notes about there's a superman uh batman cross it was dark what is this uh superman speeding bullets so like when when the Superman Batman cross basically um, uh, Bruce Wayne's parents adopt the Kryptonian. Okay, interesting. And then the, he's watch he watches his parents get murdered, and he got so angry that his he uses laser vision to kill the guy on site. That's like how it starts. <laughs> nice. I want, I want to read that, and I want to read Ultraman, which is like a Superman that's only strengthened by kryptonite, and he has a mutant ability. When nice. he's strengthened by the kryptonite. There's a lot of fun stuff I need to get out there and read. I need to read The Watchmen. I need to read Preacher. I need to read um, Star Wars. All that. There's so much, so much to get through. It's like, Another why don't you go outside, Colin? Or why don't why don't you hang out with people? Because he's going to be inside reading amazing comics. There's too much to read. There's too much. Um, one <laughs> one good one that's more intri- uh more new that i've read and a comic writer that i really like is grant morrison um and he did this comic that i've mentioned a couple times now but it's called the invisibles um and it's pretty much the matrix that's the matrix yeah yeah but the it came out before the matrix so the wachowskis ripped it off um and it's essentially the matrix is a very like light rip off of it because instead of doing robots it's aliens that are controlling us all and there's a lot of talk of third and fourth and fifth dimensions and there's a lot of uh drug trips in it and transcendental astral projections and stuff and uh yeah the comic is is really interesting and it's definitely worth the read and grant morrison claims that he used it as a form of chaos magic um and that the character that is in there named King mob. He modeled himself around him. So like at the time he was writing it, he shaved his head and he went around wearing a black trench coat. Um, and he'd write the character into certain situations. And then, uh, those situations would happen to him supposedly. Um, so it's interesting. It's an interesting read, not only because it physically manifested around him, but like, there's a lot of media that's inspired by it that I don't think people realize. And it's definitely underappreciated. It almost got canceled a couple times. Um, the first time it almost got canceled, he put a ritual in the, I think it was like the second to last issue they were going to give him. And he said, everybody draw this sigil and then concentrate on this sigil and masturbate. And we'll, uh, and we'll, uh, put enough power into this sigil that, um, 
the comic will get renewed. And I guess a bunch of people participated in it. And then it got renewed for another like 12 issues or something. And it's an interesting, interesting, he's an interesting individual. Yeah. No, there's something to be said for if you think enough about something, it's going to happen. Like people that say they're, they have horrible luck. I have horrible luck. They usually do. But it's because they're thinking that they yeah. have horrible luck. No, and I just don't know like how all that works. So I just stay away from it. Probably something to do with like vibrations and stuff. Yeah, I don't want to fuck with vibrations. I don't understand. So we like yeah. find find the vibration particle. <laughs> Probably yeah. has something to do with the graviton or the Higgs boson or something. But yeah, there's got to be something that you because this is way off the topic of comic books. But like <laughs> the other day, my fucking light went out. OK, mm-hmm. not a normal way. Okay. I was in the bathroom and the light in the bathroom exploded. Nice. But it was still on. Like the just, light bulb exploded? Just the glass around it exploded, but the light remained on. Interesting. I tried to find an incident of that anywhere anyone else has said. They're like, nope, the light should be off once it explodes. Well, yeah. And then, yeah. And then, and, then, and then my, my computer froze. And a bunch like three things happened in the same moment. And I'm just like, okay, there has to be like electrical, you know, electro electromagnetic, like something that you can actually do with your own brain or self. What were you thinking at the time? I don't know, but it's never, (laughs) it's never normal when things like that happen. It's like, no, you know, most of the time it's like when I'm in between thoughts Mm. or I don't know what my next thought should be. You're just like like in this. In a, a state li- of like floating of nothing. No, it's like a quick, a quick indecisiveness, like in Rick and Morty, where they weren't certain and then it split realities. It's like yeah. those moments where I'm not certain what I was even thinking about, what I'm going to think about, what I'm currently thinking about, that sort of thing. So like usually after really deep thoughts where I come to like some massive uh, conclusion but because i'm such a pothead i forget it immediately and it's like i'm <laughs> desperately trying to find out what i just thought about it's like in those moments that shit happens <laughs> maybe rick and morty are onto something i don't know all i know is weird shit does happen if you think about weird shit happening so i try not to think about weird shit happening i mean <laughs> interesting yeah. so i guess on I guess we can start to to wrap it up, but on a final note, like how do you feel about um, the Marvel uh, universe of movies? How do you feel? I about hate them? them. I'm a huge enemy. Yeah. You don't like them at all. I don't like what they've, I feel like if you're going to do X-Men, do it right. Have the characters, have all the characters. Don't go away from what they were in the original comics. Keep it how they're supposed to be. Educate these young fools, how these he's, old characters were like how about yeah, um bring the, back the originality the iron man and the captain america movies and all those and the avengers movies yeah no don't care for them i mean they're too hokey they're corny they like yeah i mean i did cry with that uh the one after thanos removed all the like when uh iron man died yeah that yeah. one that one was a tearjerker yeah I kind of just laughed when Spider-Man disappeared. <laughs> oh, when one? he's talking to Tony Stark and he's like, I was no. like, I fucking hated that character anyway. <laughs> here's a, here's a controversial take. Yeah. Um, Ghost Rider is a great film. 
Okay. Great superhero film. Everybody hates Cage. Yeah, everybody hates that movie, but it's a great yeah, film. It was okay. It was it's way better than any other Marvel film that's oh currently my. out. Dude, I don't know. I think <laughs> Jessica Jones or whatever her name was might have beat that one. Oh, the Netflix series? The yeah. Netflix series are pretty good. The yeah. Daredevil Netflix Daredevil, series. Yeah, Daredevil was sick. Um, what's yep. his name? Vincent De Niro as Kingpin. Holy yeah. shit, that guy's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, when I he, think when he smashed that head when he smashed that dude's head in his car door. Yeah, I I was Ooh. watching some MBTI stuff and they were like a classic example of an INTP who's out of control with anger issues is uh Kingpin from Daredevil. I was like, Jesus Christ, that guy's terrifying. Yeah, I would never want to see a malicious INTP. Yeah, that's probably what it They'd would probably just blow up the world. Yeah, that's probably what it would look like. They'd go into the Fermi lab or CERN and they'd like cause a black hole to just eat the fucking <laughs> galaxy, all the galaxies in the surrounding area. <laughs> uh, well, luckily for everybody, a lot of pretty much no INTP likes leaving the house. So world conquering is a little. No, they go to CERN and they go to Fermi lab. I mean, that's where they work. <laughs> so yeah please don't suck us in a black hole hey what history has taught us is don't mess with nerds because then nerds become nazis and that's not good the nazi <laughs> <laughs> nerds become nazis.com <laughs> no nazis were nerds total nerds yeah. no yeah a lot we took a lot of their science russians yeah. and u.s we have an episode on that anyway um yeah comics they were fun Goodbye, people. Have a good they're, day. They're still fun. You should still read them. Uh, the older ones, though, not 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 the newer ones. Those ones are no fun. What? The newer comics. They're just not fun. I haven't they're... picked up any new comics. No, it's probably good because you'd be wasting your money. Yeah, I've just been reading books. Yeah. <laughs> comics are nice though because you get to look at pretty pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like how the words jump around and like when they're in the bubbles, it's yeah. actually slower for me to read like the line by lines because yeah. words are all over the place. It's the same with manga. Manga yeah. really messes me up because you got to read it from uh, yeah. right, right to, left. to left. Yeah, that that fucks with me pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, dude, I fucked up reading that first uh, Junji Ito book that I got. <laughs> Did you read it backwards? Yeah, I was like, why does this make no sense? <laughs> Why would you that's, why would you start at the end? That's wonderful. This is oh, horrible. That makes me so happy. Why does anyone read this shit? Oh. <laughs> and then I opened it up from the other way and I was like, oh. Oh, now I appreciate yeah, does it in the front of the manga it usually tells you. Did you not read the first page? I mean, I didn't even open the motherfucker correctly. That's what I'm oh. trying to say. Like. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, usually it says like don't start on this side, start on the other side. I didn't know. It was just a, it was this cool cover, and I was like, "All right, that's great. I love that. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's so good." Yeah, I was like three pages in. I was like, "This is stupid." Yeah, we didn't even get into manga, but like manga is its own own separate thing. But it was me that was stupid. Yeah, it's okay. Manga it's is a, good. It's okay. But all right. Well, I guess that'll do it for this one. Yeah. Yeah. The next one we're going to talk about uh, astrology. Yeah, which you're probably going to talk more about. I've been trying to study it. I just keep losing interest. I don't know something about the ecliptic point. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it all week. So I'm ready. The, the ecliptic, the ecliptic point. The ecliptic, like 23.5 degrees. This matters because of this, and this matters because I'm like, oh my god. 
you would think is- you would think you would be more into astrology because it has like all like the math and where the planets sit and juxtaposition. I know, but it's like it can't be proven. So it's like there's this juxtaposition in my mind that's just like this is really fucking cool. It mm-hmm. seems to be accurate. It's very fascinating. I haven't found where it's wrong. Yeah, but you can't like tangibly have evidence, and it's like God. <laughs> it's like MBTI. Kind of. But at least MBTI is like made up like in your face. Two women just made it up. This is like people have been believing in this for hundreds of years. And there's a lot of credibility, but like there's no way to prove it. And it's like with MBTI, it's just like I know I'm allowing myself to believe in something or have some type of um, not belief. I wouldn't say maybe it is a belief at this point. I use it way too much, but it's probably... Only half right, but astrology might be all right, but there's no way to prove it, and that's the the thing that's just like, does it irritate you? Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, you're sitting there and you're like, man, this all makes a lot of sense, and it seems like it's it's true because it just keeps repeating the same cycles, and every hundred years you can see this happen or this major event happen when this planet goes into this and all that. But you can't prove it. So that's annoying. So it infuriates you. It infuriates you because you can't prove it. Yeah. But you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. it. It's I okay. need to learn what all the houses are and what all the planets are. But that's the interesting part is, is learning all the houses. But we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into yeah. it. We'll get into it. All right. So this is comics. Um, and we hope you enjoyed it. And we hope you go read some comics. Comics I would recommend. Invisibles. Um sandman and hellblazer if you like weird trippy dreamy occulty dark stuff that's out of the norm and preacher's pretty good for that too actually yeah so those would be my four comic book recommendations i like how you sold that yeah if you want stuff that's not like super safe and it's kind of weird and it's kind of not your normal comic read those those ones and anything alan moore's done Alan Moore, he yeah, Watchmen, V for Vendetta, all that shit. It's good stuff. And if you want to know how badly they fucked up the Marvel movies, read Marvel Comics. The early stuff, yeah. Yeah. From like the, the 70s. 90s. Yeah, from the 70s well, to like the 90s. Start, yeah, you could start back in, what was it, the 70s when the first team was formed? I, oh, I need man. To look it up, it might have uh, been way earlier, like 50s maybe. Let's find out. Marvel Comics have been around forever. X-Men team established 1963 there you go yep oh that's a cool cover <laughs> the beast and ice man yep that's fun so yeah oh wow i remember cyclops with that stupid uh mask with the he was like a bald head thing and then like uh um archangel and the beast was just like a man in a costume yeah funny so go yeah, back just like white dudes with with an ice man yeah go back and read those they're a little the early early ones are a little hokey but the stuff from the 80s and the 90s is really good yeah yep uh i can i can see that. the i can see the nostalgia on your face right now yeah <laughs> all right like share and subscribe peoples all Love right yeah have a good day bye bye